Welcome to the Dumb Idea Podcast Show with Mike and Alex. We thank you for joining us as we have a couple of beers and a cigar and talk about what's going on in our lives. Grab an adult beverage and a smoke and settle in with us. Please like, subscribe, and comment on each show so we can hear whether you agree or disagree with our take on things. Listen wherever your favorite podcasts are and at www.dumbideapodcast.com. So my nine-year-old son is super into baseball. Um, We gave him the choice of playing either flag football or soccer or one of the other sports, and he wanted to play fall baseball, which uh, it's kind of painful. Um, lots of walks. Uh, watched an inning of baseball. The the score after the first uh, first half of the inning was 5 nothing. There was exactly one hit, so it was pretty bad. But he loves it, and he wants to practice, and he wants to pitch. And so we go outside and play. And I never played baseball seriously as a kid. Um, played disorganized Sandlot-type stuff in the neighborhood, but never – on a team with umpires and coaches. It was just kids screwing around and kind of fell out of, never really got super into the sport, but he actually got me into it when he was a, when he was about two years old. And so this is about 2013, 14, when the Orioles were actually good during the buck years. And, uh, so we'd sit, my wife would go to work and I, it would just be me and, and, and him. And, we'd watch baseball and he'd actually stay up and watch it. And he wouldn't want to put Mickey mouse clubhouse on. He'd actually want to sit there and watch baseball. And he got me and he actually got me into the sport. Cause I started talking to my, one of my buddies at work who was super into it. Another guy that was super into it, picking their brains, doing research on it. Um, one of the things that kind of hooked me was, uh, was Gary Thorne did play by play for the Orioles and he used to do play-by-play for ESPN yeah. with Bill Clement. Mm-hmm. Um, for hockey. Yeah. yeah. So you had a hockey commentator doing baseball, but I just liked his voice. I think Logan liked his voice. He's got a great voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he got me into baseball, and I thought, man, it would be really great to play baseball. But first of all, there's no like adult baseball. I mean, there's probably an adult baseball league somewhere, but grown men really aren't start when well, I was like, Hey, I've never played baseball before. I want to play. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, and then I said, well, okay. How about softball? Which to me is kind of like the baseball light. Sure. The knockoff. Um, but the pitching's easier on the arms and there's more hitting cause it's, you know, uh slow pitch and it's like hitting a meatball, but I still managed to ground out to second. <laughs> um, but then there's the time constraint. And it, it really got me thinking about, how it's hard to get into a new hobby or sport as an adult. Um, a kid who played baseball played baseball throughout their entire, like Logan, my, my oldest, will have a much easier time, you know, staying with the game because he played it. Now I volunteered to coach one of his teams. Didn't really know what I was doing, but I did a lot of research. Um, and was able to, for the little guys, for the new players, like make it a clinic style. And because my knowledge of the sport wasn't much higher than theirs, uh, I didn't have to dumb it down that much because I was pretty much right <laughs> where they were. But, you know, there, there's a whole bunch of other things that if we were kids, you know, if, you're, if your daughter comes to you and says, I want to play field hockey, sure. Uh, I want to learn how to ride a horse. Okay. I w- well, maybe not horses are super expensive. Heck no. Yeah. <laughs> Funny my daughter do that. You know, yeah. I want to do swim team. 
okay, let's do swim team. I would do, it's all these things that you encourage and want them to do, but as an adult, it's harder to get into it. Right. You don't have that support structure. You you have responsibilities that that you can, you know that that your things you have to do. You have to go to work. You have to take care. Of, you have to take the kids to their things. Right. And then, at some point, you're going to want to spend time with your. You know, your wife's going to want you to spend time with them. Correct. You know, so you can't be, you know, at hockey practice all night because then, well, where's your at-home time? Right. So just the difficulties of trying to break into new things as an adult, um, you know, it's kind of a bummer because it's things that you want to do and, uh, you know, that you love to try out. But, you know, how do you do it? Where would you start? You know, um, aside from, like, golf. Right. Well, you yeah. figure what? The old men hobbies are golf, <clears throat> adult league softball, bowling. Yep. I don't think I'm missing any. I'm sure they have like pool leagues, dart leagues, that kind of stuff. Cornhole leagues? Cornhole leagues, sure. Um, things with very little movement. Yeah. Because I feel like as old as I am, and I'm not old, but I'm old-ish, my 40s. I feel like if I were to try and go play some flag football right now, I'd be the first dude to bust an ACL. Yeah, I'd or, pop an Achilles. Yeah, something something's yeah. going to go on me, mm-hmm. right? This is not a fine-tuned machine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is, I'm the guy who hasn't... I haven't had my, my uh, an oil change in like 10 years. <laughs> so you, you try and step on the gas, and I'm going to... My engine's going to blow up. Right. Okay. So, you're right. If you want to do something like baseball... Tough go. Yeah. I mean, tennis, you could probably find a club to yeah, play like tennis. I, I don't either, but I'm just saying. like, yeah. it, It's something you could probably do. Yeah. A lot of cardio. Oh, that and <laughs> racquetball. Racquetball, sweat. Cardio, too. I, I'd die, but um, the biggest the biggest constraint, though, is the time. Like you said, by the time you work 40-plus hours a week, um, and if you – when you get home – you're generally taking your kid to practice. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, in your case, you got three kids, one of which hasn't started playing yet, will probably in the next year or two. Yeah. Right? I think he'll be doing, he can do t-ball in the uh, in the spring. So you got, you'll have three kids, two practices per week. Yep. Per sport. Yeah. Minimum. Never mind, mind, never mind games. Right. So you're looking at at least, and if those aren't on the same day, you're looking at six days of practices. Oh, yeah. Now, what's going to end up happening is, is you're going to have to take one or two of the kids one place mm-hmm. and the other one's going to take the other one to the other place. Yeah. And you might as well not be married. Yeah. You're never going to see the spouse. No, right? we're just, we're, we're just, you know, uh, the logistical, we're, we're uh, logisticians. Yeah. I mean, for example, like just in my case, I've only got two, mm-hmm. right? Monday, Wednesday, one of the kids has field hockey practice. Okay. Tuesday, Thursday, the other one has it. Mm-hmm. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I am over at that field. Yeah. Sunday, they both have games. Okay. Opposite ends of the county. Awesome. Which drives me up a wall. <laughs> so we go north with the younger one who usually has a game earlier in the day. And then we try and then rush south. Or one of us will leave with the older one to go south to her game. And we'll just meet back up at home. And then this week, the older one has a game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we don't have anything. 
Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Six out of the seven days. Yeah. I got to take these kids. Yeah. So 40 hours a week, almost every day you're doing a sport. Mm-hmm. Still got to get housework done. Yeah. Still got to maintain your house, mow the lawn, wash the dishes, do the laundry. And luckily, I mean, luckily in, in two parent households, you got two people trying to bang this out. All these right. other things, right? You know, got to make sure the kids are fed. Gotta, yeah, they're funny about that. They keep wanting to eat. Oh. <laughs> the state says I got to provide two meals a day. Yeah. But, and, and then, well, the other problem is what are they going to eat? Because God forbid you don't put chicken nuggets in front of them. Oh, yeah. It's not. I don't like the, Like, yeah. we had Chick fil A tonight. Mm-hmm. Great. Wonderful. Get home. I got, I, they got 15 minutes to shove it in their face before we got to go. Yeah. Well, Youngest one ends up with like maybe four nuggets left over. I give them a twelve pack. I don't. I'm like, look, look, they're Hoover's when it comes to these mm-hmm. chicken nuggets. Got them a twelve pack. She's got like four or five left in the pack. Wants to save them for afterwards. Okay, put them in the fridge. Go to practice. Come home. I want my chicken nuggets. Great. That's what they're there for. That's what we, I don't like them cold. <laughs> you. What? <laughs> you got to go to bed in ten minutes. Shove them down. Let's go. Yeah. I don't like them cold. These are Chick-fil-A nuggets. They're like gold. Yeah. Then you put them, well, if you put them in the microwave, they're gummy. (laughs) Yeah. I'm also a snob that won't eat French fries the second day. I will not either. Okay. I fully support your decision in that. My wife does. I put them in the air fryer. So she puts them in like, she puts them in the little convection oven, the toaster oven. Mm -hmm. Grosses me out. Yeah. I'll put them in the air fryer. Mm -hmm. Uh, They come out pretty good, but. No, the microwave, no. you might as well be eating uh, rubber bands. That's exactly what it is. Um, it tastes gross. Yeah, and you know, for us, we have, so this fall, my middle son made the the travel swim team. So that's three days a week. Mm-hmm. That is, um, I believe it's Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. That's just practices. Right. Then meets <laughs> will have, you know, and then they both have... Uh, they call it prep, so it's for you know Catholic. It used to be CCD. They changed it to prep, but it's so we call it religion. They have mm-hmm. that on Monday, so now we're looking at Sunday, Monday, um, and then the oldest has baseball Wednesday nights and Sundays during the day. So that's Sunday, Wednesday. So now I'm at the only day that's free. I believe is Thursday, right, and Saturday. Um, yeah. So where would I? And the 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 littlest one. The youngest, he's still a non-factor, but he's he's on the bench. He's creeping up on it. Like he's on deck. Yeah, you know, he's ready to go. Yeah. And um, now, if I coach a team, so when I coached the oldest machine pitch team, the young, the middle, the middle one was playing t-ball. Well, I missed all of his t-ball games because they're they played at the same time. Yeah. So I had to coach the oldest team. So I'm there on the field with him, and then missing all of the middle son's games. So that was kind of a bummer too, because, you know, he wasn't, you know, I would have loved to help. Um, and two of our buddies coach that team. Well, three of our friends coach that team and I would have loved to help coach them, but I couldn't leave my own practice to go. So sometimes if um, now the practices were staggered a little bit, right. so I'd go and help for like 30 minutes, but then have to leave because when you're coaching, you have to set up the field um, for games. You have to stripe it if you're home. And usually both coaches will help out. Like very rarely was I ever there by myself striping a field. Yeah. And if I was a road team, I'd always make sure to get there early to help the other coach strike. Cause 
you know, for the most part, and you know, everyone was on the same page. Like, let's make this fun for the kids. Right. There were a couple crazy ones out there that, you know, thought they were coaching at Fenway. Um, we had some of those to a softball. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, dude. Yeah, like, dude, these kids are we're cl- they're clearly picking their noses. Like, you're visiting the mound. It's machine pitch. <laughs> but, I, don't, I don't think I ever told you this one. This is a side story. But we were doing. We had this one softball game, and we were playing another town. They were they came to us, and. uh Last inning, game, I think we're blowing them out or whatever. Girl gets a hit. Great. Good for her from the other team. Mm-hmm. Gets on first base. Another kid gets a hit. She, so this the girl's going from first to second base. Does a cartwheel and front handspring on the base path. Gets to second base. Coach, wow. coach says nothing. Mm-hmm. Another kid gets a hit. And this is this is get coach pitch at the time. Yeah. Kid on second base saying... Twirly whirly girl does another cartwheel backhand spring gets on third base when she's going home. Cause another kid gets hit. She's going home, mm-hmm. throws the helmet off three front flips to get the home plate. Wow. Wouldn't it be great if someone threw her out? So like just yeah, no, like, no, no one to that level. Yeah. Right. But we <laughs> no, like a kid was able to get the ball to home plate and tag her out. Like that would be awesome. And, and parents are cheering it. Right. Like it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, she's so she's just expressing herself. It's great. It's yeah. wonderful. Meanwhile, the head coach of our team, who I thought this was awesome. She goes up to her and she goes, if you're not going to do anything about this, we're never going to play your team. Or any other team from your town mm-hmm. again. Yeah. The entire organization, mm-hmm. meaning all of the Broadneck area teams. Yeah. We're not playing you. Take care of this mm-hmm. before the next game. Yeah. Like dead banded. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like, I was scared. Yeah. <laughs> and then, because my wife was the assistant coach on that team. And I don't, I don't, I, I'm trying to remember which one said it or something, but, and then, uh, they end up writing a letter to the commissioner of our group mm-hmm. and said, this is what happened. Fix it. Yeah. Like we're, we're not dealing with, like some people would call that a Karen moment. I call it awesome. No, to like, me. In well, that case, it was awesome. Had I done that on any sport I played mm-hmm. bench. Yeah. Oh, now yeah. that the coach, your, my coach would have been yeah. on. And me. that, that wasn't how I rolled. And like I, I played ice hockey growing up. I was a goalie. And um, if my team scored a goal, like, I didn't cheer. Like, I didn't score a goal. Yeah. I was happy my team scored, that we did well, but I wasn't, you know, you'd see some goalies that were, like, out, like, pumping their fists and riding their sticker. I'm like, dude, you just, had nothing to do with this. Those, were, those guys sucked. Yeah. I, was I would a, just, I was, like, go, I was a goalie in another sport. Yeah. I'd skate around my yeah. crease to get some water yep. and wait for the puck to drop. Yep. You know, I was focused on what I was doing. But, like, you know, p- playing hockey, you know, I played hockey up, I mean, I played a, you know, a couple of years on a college club team and I've been on the ice maybe, I don't know, 10 times since college, mm-hmm. it was 20 years ago. And that's, I loved hockey. I mean, I played it. I, I would have played ho- hockey over anything else when I was a kid. And now I don't have the time to do it. Well, that, that's the thing. And, when, when could you do it? Yeah. Now, yeah. thankfully, and it's weird because of all the sports the hockey, I guess, apparatus, for lack of a better term, is the most geared towards beginners because it knows that in order to grow the game, 
you have to have beginners men's leagues, especially in this area, because a lot of guys didn't grow up playing hockey. Well, so I, there are adult beginner leagues that you can get into. Yeah, I also um, think that you would. Uh, it's probably going to be the easiest on an adult schedule, because most adult men's leagues play late at night. Yep, yep. You'll be getting on the ice at like ten. Yeah. So, um, like that's it's because hockey's really kind of found a niche there, um, where they play late at night. Because the rinks will stay open, like the the rinks. If the rinks not selling ice, it's not making money. Yeah. So if they have a, if they have ice to sell at, you know, from eleven to to zero one, they're gonna sell it. Yeah. You know, and if there's someone willing to buy it, they'll make sure the dude's there with the zamboni to cut the ice when you're done, and it'll shut the lights off when you leave. Um, you know, that's that's the cool thing about about hockey is it does seem to be the most friendly towards, and they're actually like instructional beginner leagues that you can get into if you've never played before. Um, a good friend of mine in college just got into it. He's super into it. Now his kids are older. So, and one of his kids isn't, in the, isn't into sports at all. And his youngest son actually got him into hockey because, you know, kind of like Logan got me into baseball. Mm-hmm. I just don't have that outlet, you know, now there are adult softball leagues and things like that, but what do they play Sunday evenings? I'm going to take my one evening I have without anything going on and for now, but when, even, what happens when there's a swim tournament? They could even be midweek, too. Yeah. Uh, you're right. It, it's a it's a tough way to squeeze it in. Another sport that does things late at night, box lacrosse. Yeah. So around here, field lacrosse is huge in the U.S. Mm-hmm. In Canada, box lacrosse is the big one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Adam um, Oates is a great – I don't know if you know who Adam Oates is. I do, is, yeah. yeah. Adam Oates, that, like, that was his number one sport. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Native Americans, mm-hmm. they're they play box across. Yeah, and the U.S. and Canada. In fact, mm-hmm. Canada has a pro league. Okay, like a, I forgot. It's like the O eight. It's the uh, OLL or something like that. Well, I, didn't, I, it, it, but do we used to have an indoor lacrosse? Well, we league? do. It's the National Lacrosse League. Yeah. It's the indoor one. But and a lot of a lot of Canadians play in it. A lot of Native Americans play in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, in lacrosse, the the Iroquois Nation mm-hmm. is its own team. Okay. Like recognized by international lacrosse. Yeah. Um, there's an interesting story about that. They they had trouble uh, going to the World Games because their passports weren't recognized mm-hmm. um, as a sovereign nation. So they don't have U.S. passports. They had Iroquois Nation passports, mm-hmm. and they weren't recognized by the host country. Wow. Um. And then, well, and then the other thing that happened. So they they finally got into play, but the other thing that happened was uh, the international body didn't recognize them at the time either. Mm -hmm. This was a little bit before that. So it was either Scotland or Ireland said they they qualified Mm -hmm. and they said, we're not going to go. They have our our spot is theirs Mm -hmm. because they were like they, they were the last team to qualify. Yeah. And they said, no, this isn't right. Like, this is. This is a Native American sport. They're the Iroquois Nation. They should they should be they deserve a seat at the table. Well, and they qual- I mean, play wise, they're very good. Yeah, like they're they're probably the top thir- three or four team in the le- in the in the world mm-hmm. next to USA and Canada. Yeah, there's probably maybe one more that might be up there with them, but um, it wasn't like they didn't deserve a spot. Mm-hmm. Everything had to do with the fact that they were. I guess a nation within a nation. Yeah. So they weren't, they weren't, there was like some weird oddity rule. But anyway, my, my point was the box lacrosse in the U S isn't as popular, mm-hmm. but there are leagues. Um, 
In fact, there's one in Baltimore. Um, and you can go in as a beginner and play. Mm-hmm. They'll teach you. They'll, they'll, I mean, the guys there are very welcoming. Yeah. Um, in fact, a buddy of mine who is a field goalie learned how to be an indoor goalie. Okay. And he ended up being very good. Because, uh, like, the indoor goalie, they, they play more like ice hockey goalies. They do. do. They do. They, they keep the stick between their legs, and um, their pads, they look a lot like uh, like hockey goalies do. It's a, it's a lot bigger pads-wise. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the weird thing is the goal is a lot smaller. Yeah. Like, there's very little room to shoot at yeah. in a box lacrosse game for offensive guys. But that's, yeah, another story. But So, like, if an adult wanted to do it, mm-hmm. Uh, there would be a welcoming crowd there to yeah. teach, and the timing because they again they wouldn't start games until around ten. Just like because you're mostly using hockey rinks, yeah, that don't have the ice out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Benfield has. I mean, I know the old rink there is now. They put turf over it. Yeah, and I know they do. What's that? Um, not foosball, but it's like the little soccer ball that you play inside with. It's not futsal. Futsal, yeah. Is that what it is? I was going to call it foosball, but that foosball is with the sticks and the... Is futsal the one where they have the net? Yeah, but you play like inside, like it's a smaller... But it's like it's like volleyball with your feet. That's what, Isn't that futsal? No, I think futsal is like soccer. Is it? Yeah. You could be right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I, I'm pretty sure, though, there is a game where you basically play volleyball with your feet. Yeah, I'm not sure what that game is. I'm not doing that one. No. <laughs> no, because some of those dudes... Yeah. Like first of all, to get the ball, like to spike it with your feet, yeah. you gotta get you gotta get your leg up there, and I ain't get my leg anywhere no, near there. But then, where's your head go on the cracked the back of it cracked open on the court? I don't know where your head would go. Jeez, yeah, that, yeah. you gotta be an acrobat to do that. Forget that. No, you, that sounds like way that. too much That's, athleticism. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, so, but so box across. I mean, but so there are sports, but like, yeah. but again, like you said, it comes down to time. Right now, there are some. Uh, like pickleball. Now, supposedly pickleball is a blast, and it's like tennis, and you play it with like a really big like ping pong paddle, mm-hmm. paddle, and then you've got the balls like a wiffle ball. So the games are designed to move really fast. It's like a tennis court that's like half the size or three quarters the size or whatever. But it's um, you talk about like paddle. Like remember beach paddle ball. No, this is like a tennis type game, right? Right, but I mean, is it the same kind of like that big paddle, and like the, it's like a, it's a rubber kind of like a rubber ball. Yeah, it's like hard plastic. Yeah, it's yeah. like a like yeah, a yeah. solid wiffle ball. Right, and like old people love it. Like it's huge, like down in Florida, and then Lindsay's aunt and uncles, uh, Lindsay's aunt and uncle down in Wilmington. Like they, when we were down there on vacation, like we were going to play. Um, you going pro? Pickleball. <laughs> But then it was like trying to get like, oh, okay, what do we do with the kids? Like, you know, when you're when you're doing this, so that's something to get into. But again, when's the time occur? So I definitely think in like a parent's life, there's like a dead zone of time. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm in it. Well, it, well <laughs> we're and, in it, <laughs> and, and I don't like I don't necessarily mean that in a negative kind of way. Yeah, but it's like the time where your kids. They're they're not obviously not old enough to take themselves to practice, mm-hmm. um, and they want to try multiple sports. They want to try multiple things. So you're you might end up like you might end up going to three different things in a season or two different things in a season or whatever. So, but you don't want to discourage them because they want to try things out. You don't want you, you got to see yeah. what they like, right? 
but for the parent, I would say like ages, you know, I would, I'd say probably the ages of like five to 12. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your time is not your own anymore. No. It, between all the other commitments you got to do and their commitments and, of course, you know, other stuff going on in life, you know, visit with relatives, friends, this. When do you really, I mean, um, so what do, you, what do you end up doing? You either sacrifice your sleep. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you're going to go and do your thing at, like, 10. Yeah. And hope it's not the night that your spouse wants to hang out with you. Right. Or or that you're just going to be up to do it that night. Yeah. You know, what, what happens if that was a tough day? You're just, like, mentally, I got to check out. Well, ju- you know, just something as simple as trying to go out for a couple beers with the fellas. Right. Like, you know, just just the other week, like, we were supposed to go out. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just getting home. Right. Like, I'm out. <laughs> right. So, you know, it was, you know, stuff like that just to record this podcast. Right. I got to put it on the calendar. Right. Like every Tuesday, I have podcast written down. You know, now we might not do it every, but every it's a podcast. Right. And, um, you know, and there are other hobbies I used to do. like. I used to love building uh, plastic models. Mm-hmm. So do model cars, airplanes, tanks, whatever. I, I mean, I had all kinds of stuff. I had this entire, like, uh, I had a little airbrush, um, a little tiny compressor, that little <laughs> airbrush, um, different drills, knives, sandpaper. I mean, you, I, and I did it all through college. And then get my first real job. I didn't have time to do it. I was so tired when I got back. Right. And then, um, you know, I've built, I think I've done two or three in the last 20 years. When I used to do, like, two or three a month. Right. And I'm like, oh, it's a, but it's an expensive undertaking. You got to buy all this stuff. I'm like, well, how did I afford it when I did it in college? Well, I didn't have kids to feed. Right. I didn't have practices. I didn't have car payments. I didn't have all this didn't stuff. Have a mortgage. You no. Know? So I was like, man, I think I had more money when I had a part time job in college than I do now. And I think I did have more disposable income then. Never, never mind the fact. Um, uh, a frozen pizza? Dinner. Oh yeah, dinner, five. I mean, bucks. left to my own devices, it still is dinner. <laughs> so, <laughs> no joke. Yesterday's lunch, mm-hmm. frozen pizza. Yeah, for me. Kids yeah. are at school. I had it. Totino's pizza, McCainelio's. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I went the back. Square? I went back to the square. <laughs> that's I, the same thing that school served the kids on Fridays. <laughs> actually, if you see, I, I tried what the kids had from mm-hmm. the school. That's not pizza. I'm sorry. Yeah, like I. I was talking to my wife about this because so like when the kids were doing remote learning, and they had, they had the federal program that was feeding all the kids basically, mm-hmm. and you could run up to the school, and get the lunch and dinner, because they were giving lunch and dinner out for these kids. Oh yeah. So, every once in a while, my wife would be like, "I don't have anything in the house for lunch. I'm running up there. I'll go get the lunch for the kids." Yeah. Of course, the kids thought everything was gross, right? Mm-hmm. So like some of the days are pizza days, some of the days are French bread pizza days. It was barely edible. <laughs> like for me to say something's barely edible, right. it's got to be pretty bad. Right. <laughs> like there was the one, the stuffed crust pizza, mm-hmm. and like it's if you if you look on the bottom, you see it's like the dough with like the little the little uh, indented holes, evenly spaced out. With injected cheese liquid into it. Well, so, but it, it was it's it's that it's that frozen crust. It came from some large corporation. Yeah. Like, when I was in high school, 
in middle school, our pizza came from the local pizza guy. Wow. But it wasn't that it wasn't like it was that much more expensive. Our so pizzas were Elio's pizza. It was a it, square pizza. It, I'll be honest with you. The Elio's pizza would be better than this garbage. See, I'm all about the Totinos. Shoot, I, Totinos would have been better than this. But stuff. Totinos is now square. Really? And it comes in a bag. Wait a minute. You're talking about the pizza rolls? Yeah, but they also make regular pizzas. Oh, I didn't know that. You've never had a Totino's pizza? No. Oh, you're missing out. Do they have them at the grocery store? Yeah. I'm going to go tomorrow. They're like 99 cents a piece. I'm going tomorrow. Yeah. I'm picking one up. Get two of them. All They're right. small. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, now I know what I'm eating tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll crush a Totino. I'll, two Totinos? <laughs> see ya. Dunsky. Um, but I remember, so I was quarantined because I had a COVID exposure, so I had to stay home for two weeks. Best two weeks of my life. Right. <laughs> um, people were calling me and saying, hey, uh, you okay? I'm like, yeah, why would I? Well, I heard you had an exposure. Yep. Right. Like, Are you okay? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, this is stupid. And they said, we're praying for you. I said, pray for somebody who needs it. I'm good. Um, I felt great. I, I was eating good food, sleeping 10 hours a night, working out twice a day. Like, <laughs> it's like, wow, this is what being retired must be like. Yeah. So anyway, uh, my wife would go and pick up the the lunches for the kids and then she'd come back and say you know hey we got one for you and they'd give you like five or six of them here you go because they weren't it was the bag was full oh yeah of food there's just some weird stuff in there like like what what is a kid going to do with a zucchini right it was so weird (laughs) (laughs) they just give you a tomato there's like a tomato zucchini a kumquat, whatever that is. <laughs> the kiwis? Yeah. yeah. A, a, a bag of su- sunflower seeds, but not like the ones you'd spit. Like the ones you'd, yeah, yeah. I would just yeah. like drink them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like crushing all this food. <laughs> this random food ever. <laughs> it's like, it's the stuffed crust pizza with a ham and turkey sandwich. Yeah. Or ham and cheese sandwich that was frozen, by the way. Yeah. All of the stuff was frozen. Yeah. Because like, well, what do you mean it's frozen? It's literally still frozen. Right. Like, I could, like, like you can. Yeah. I need a chisel. <laughs> but, no, the stuff that they, that they gave you would be like if I let my three-year-old go to the grocery store. Like, just pick out some stuff. Yeah. Juice boxes. <laughs> right. Like juice, juice boxes. Juice box. The, um, juice, the fruit cups. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a pepper, a zucchini, um, right. a bag of Skittles. Um, like one of the one of the kitchen gadget things, like a thermometer. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Fruit by the foot thrown in there. <laughs> like, what is going? Who picked yeah. this? But that was that was one of the things that like one of my fondest memories of quarantine was eating the school lunches. Yeah. Um, and, but the pizza was weird. It was weird. Yeah. And the fr- I'm sorry, the French bread pizza. It was like that. It was like that Stouffer's French bread pizza. Yeah, that's what we got in school. Here's the thing, though, like, it, I wish they would have gotten them for Stouffer's French bread pizza. It yeah. would have tasted better. This was like, it was like someone tried to like think of like a gourmet recipe for French bread pizza. Mm-hmm. So they chucked a whole bunch of garlic on top of the bread. Yeah. So it's it's like it's the bread, garlic, butter, sauce, cheese. So it was like garlic bread with sauce and cheese on it. Yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what kid What kid eat? I mean, I can't get my kid to eat, you know, anything with like a little bit of salt and pepper. They say it's spicy. Right. It's spicy. It's not spicy. It, that's called flavor. It, it, it's like if you go to like Pizza Hut or, or no, if you do Domino's and they're like robust sauce, mm-hmm. this is spicy. 
Yeah. This is spicy. I don't you like don't this know what pizza. spicy is. It's like, okay, we'll go back down to the... Like, the funny thing, my kids are, like, now... Like, they're trained to, like, the pizza shop pizza. Like, the, the mom and pop pizza yeah. shop. They, they, I mean, and this is a good thing, right? I don't want to eat Domino's and Pizza Hut, but... Right. I mean, in a pinch, sometimes it works, but... But putting that much garlic on a pizza... For them, yeah, that was that was a non-starter. Like she took two bites, she's like, she almost threw up. <laughs> More for me, <laughs> right? But I couldn't eat it. Yeah, it was too much garlic for me. The problem with the Domino's is it gives me a uh, heartburn. That that sauce Anything, is super acidic. Yeah, acidic stuff gives me heartburn. That's what I, that's an idea for a show. The chain pizza test. Yeah, let's do P- it. Pizza. You heard Domino's, it here. Papa you heard Jones. it here first. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, and then, deliver. Yeah, but one of the things that I got into when I was quarantined. To kind of get us back on the original topic, yes, which we strayed right. far from, farther <laughs> than usual, um, was uh, was I, I spent time on that Peloton bike that my that my wife had bought. So I got into that. I had nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. So then I'd ride, and then I had my weights, and I'd go do that, which I've always been into lifting weights. I got into that later in life because. I mean, nine-year-olds usually aren't, you know, worried about their gains. Um, <laughs> Getting swole. <but>, yeah. <laughs> but I was doing, so I used on the weights and then using, um, riding the Peloton. And so I kind of got into that. And I was getting, you know, so I'd spend an hour on the bike, you know, and my my butt wasn't, you know, complaining too bad. That's what hurt the worst was my, was my butt. Not the legs or anything from the workout, but, like, just sitting on that seat. Because yeah. it's not the most comfortable seat. No, so having, having having a seat lodged up my uh, my derriere. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. I'll pass on that. Yeah, giving you the you know checking your innards, but um. So I got into that. I guess individual stuff you get into that's more work. It seems like everything adult wise, it's not about fun. It's more about like, okay, I need to get. I want to get thirty minutes of exercise in. I need to better myself. Yeah. So I'm gonna <laughs> ride the bike. I'm gonna lift weights. I'm gonna run. I'm not running. I hate running, um, but I know a lot a bunch of people who has uh, you know later in life they got into running and they run marathons and you know they sadistic people run five k twenty six miles is a long drive. We, we've talked so, about this. you yeah. know what I told you the sticker I'm putting on the back of my car point one three zero point zero that's what's going on <laughs> the back of my car. It's like, I'm not doing this. Like, it sounds awful. Like, yeah, like I've I used to have to run. Five miles when I when I played lacrosse in college, I'm a goalie, and they're having me run five miles. Like yeah. I'm like I'm a midfielder, right? <laughs> of course I would come in last place. Of yeah. course I finished five minutes behind the la- the next last guy. Right. It was miserable. Mm-hmm. Joints hurt. Yeah. Feet hurt. Like and look, I get it. Some people are built for that. I am not. Yeah, when I played the cross, we used to do Indian runs. Oh, I, can you call them that anymore? I don't think you can. You got, I don't. I think you call them ladder runs now. So basically, okay. so essentially, well, forgive the, me, uh, the mob out yes, there. They're yeah, they're coming for you. Yeah. So essentially, what me in, and Nikki Indian Indian runs were for people that don't know Indian runs were. So let's say you got a team of thirty guys. You line up in a single file line, and you run the perimeter of the field. Mm-hmm. And the guy in the back has to sprint to all the way to the front. Yep. And then the next guy goes, and the next guy goes. So you're, it's like a, basically like the caterpillar. Yeah. Yeah. And you go for a. They usually the coach usually does it for a really long time. Yeah. And so like the first couple of sprints, which for, are right. which for me was once. Right. <laughs> it was a really long time. But and and the coach is usually like 
so they, they they know what the deal is. The deal with this is the guy in the front, when he gets to the front, he knows to slow this thing down to mm-hmm. a barely a jog. Yeah. Until the coach says you got to speed it up a little bit, right? But the first couple of sprints from the back, you're doing all right. First yeah. two, you're good. But then the jogging takes its toll on you to where the point where your legs start to feel like jello. Yeah. And then you still got to sprint to the front because you, and and it's not like everyone is standing still. I mean, the jog is still the jog, but you still got to pass moving people. Yeah. And hopefully the guy in the front slowed it to like an airborne shuffle pace, like a five mile an hour pace, like barely running. Yeah. Like but, if you're going any slower, you'd be walking. Well, you know what happens though? It's because you're sprinting to the front. When you slow down, you still think you're slowing down. Mm-hmm. But because you, you're slowing down from a sprint, you're still kind of moving. Yeah. So, like, the initial jog is slow. But once you get guys that are sprinting from the back to the front, they feel like they're slowing down, but they're still moving faster than the original pace. Mm-hmm. So then it's harder to make those sprints up to the front yeah. as it goes on. Yeah. And that's why you end up feeling like you just ran a marathon. <laughs> And want to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last part is, and you want to die. Right. Like, death is preferable. Yeah. Like, yeah. you wouldn't kill yourself, but, like, if an asteroid was coming for you, you wouldn't get out of its way. And, um, and for anybody who ever played sports in, like, the Northeast, especially, like, the fall or early spring, mostly in the fall, like, as you're going into winter. It's cold. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. We used to call it the iron lung. <laughs> yeah. Because you were breathing so heavy and the air was so cold coming in. Mm-hmm. It would you would end up coughing, yeah, until you could get into a regular room or inside, and the air was the normal temperature again, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like ice hitting your lungs. So we used to call it the iron lung. Yeah, I played football, and we, you know, football is just like a whole bunch of misery mm-hmm. compacted into. So like in the summer, you have two a days, which is really really hot, and then you know in Maryland, there's only like really two seasons. Um, there's like, well, there's a whole bunch of different seasons, but they're very short. Right. But it's, you know, bookended by two super long seasons, which is summer and super cold winter. So then then you have fall. I love the middle though. So it's super hot summer. Yeah. False fall. Yeah. Summer reborn. Mm Mm-hmm. Actual fall. Yeah. Uh, fake winter. Mm Mm-hmm. Second fall. Full winter. Yeah, full winter. And then on the opposite side, you've got um, false spring. Yeah. And then more winter. Yeah. And then full spring. Yeah. And then more winter. And then spring for a very short period of time. And then back to ungodly heat of summer. Blazing hot. Yeah. And then with, with humidity. Yeah. And then two a days. So, and then at the end of football, you're cold and miserable, which I'd always like, okay, it's, it's cold. So like when coach would let us wear like long sleeve shirts under our under our uniforms like oh it's cold now we can do that, but I was an offensive lineman so as a matter of pride we didn't wear long sleeve no. shirts. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Because we were, I don't know, like what do we think we're playing in Green Bay? Like we're not in the NFL, <laughs> right? <laughs> but nope, we're sitting there with the bellies hanging out, you know, because the fatties get the baddies. But uh, <laughs> you know that was um, that's what we did, uh, and not that I play football now. Um, now there are some adult football leagues and one of my friends tried to get me into it and I seriously considered it and I thought, wait, 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 this is football. Yeah. Like this isn't 
like a bunch of guys playing softball who probably shouldn't be doing it anyway but are or a bunch of dudes that are you know maybe playing a pickup hockey game or bit like this is full con it was full contact football and i thought to myself like i used to get hurt when i was in my 20s and late you know late high school and college playing football here i am at the time i was still in my early 20s not maybe mid 20s to to early 30s and they're trying to get me to do this i'm like no that's there's nothing smart about this meanwhile you're playing against guys who like just got done playing d1 college football and just didn't make an nfl roster <laughs> got cut off the practice court yeah of an nfl team right like yeah. i'm not allowed in the parking lot of the nfl building and <laughs> this dude like actually played a preseason game he almost made the final cut yeah yeah <laughs> like no thank you yeah so no i'm not doing that because i'm not trying to die i don't have a death wish yeah. and the guy that was trying to get me to do it got a full scholarship to play division one college football right he's like man you're big i was like yeah but i'm also slow and <laughs> fat and everything on my body hurts just naturally anyway <laughs> right and you want me to go play football you know, so against the guy trying to get in shape to be on the NFL roster, right? Yeah, you He's want like, me to block him. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would be a tackling dummy. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I did scout team. Okay, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I know what that. You're a chew toy. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was that was out. Um, a couple, I guess when I was when I was. Uh, so I'm really into aviation, as you know. Or I've said a couple times, and I'll start getting some weird airplane stories. But I did get into flight sim um, as an adult. But, and it was cool. Like, I had uh, an actual yoke that clamped to the desk, you know, big monitor, uh, a throttle quadrant that clamped rudder pedals on the ground. Mm -hmm. like it, was, it wasn't, I mean, some of the setups that people have are crazy. Um, there's a, there are guys that go and they'll buy, like, the cockpit section from an airplane boneyard, have it cut off the airplane, <laughs> put outside of their house, cut a, a door into their exterior wall so they can get into their cockpit. I wasn't like that. Right. If my wife would have let me, I would have been. Oh, boy. But he, once the kids were born, took it down. Everything's in a box in my attic. You know, so I'm not doing that. Right. Um, so it's it's then like, you know, could I get back in that? Yeah, but I'm going to spend a ton of money doing it. Yeah. I, I think anything that's, that has anything to do with activity is tough to do, especially mm -hmm. sports, right? Because you got to drive the, to the venue. Yeah, and like in the case of like of hockey or or indoor lacrosse, it's not close. I mean, it's at least fifteen twenty minutes away. Yeah. Now, luckily here, Nave, the Naval Academy rink's close, but even that's fifteen minutes yeah. away. Fifteen minutes away, you get there, you got to suit up. Oh yeah, you stretch, it, it, so, so you don't die. So, so I mean, basically, what I'm saying is the time commitment isn't the hour game time. Right. You got to book in that with at least forty five minutes on either end mm -hmm. to get ready to go. And then also undress and do all that stuff. And yeah. then you're driving home, trying not to wake anybody up. Yeah. But then, the, I mean, so then there's always the conversation of, well, what about the non-active activities? So, like, other hobbies. Like, like uh, you know, a couple years ago, we used to have a, a pretty consistent poker game. Mm -hmm. And we got guys that would play, come and play who never played poker before just because this was the new hobby. Yeah. That didn't take up a ton of time. Or, or we could play for a few hours, 
because we started at like nine nine thirty. Because the kids were in kid, bed. kids were in bed, right? I can do whatever I want if I take a kid. Yeah, or they're in bed, right? So like I could tell my wife like, "Hey, I'm going to go to the strip club," and she would say, "No, you're not," and I'd say, "But I'm taking the kids," and she'd say, "Have fun," right? Right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But with like with the poker thing, you know, it, you can come because if you come if you come late, you come late. It's no big deal. Like. Just dealing the next hand. Yeah, you're you're not getting tossed out. Yeah, or it's like, oh, it's, game's half over. You know, if you come thirty minutes late or whatever, who cares? Yeah, right. You, you just get dealt in, and that's it. The object isn't to play cards; it's to sit and talk and booze with friends. Yeah, eat some junk food, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um. So, and you don't have to be good at it because right. the stakes are generally pretty low. I mean, this isn't. I mean, I'm not sitting down with Daniel DeGranu. Yeah, what was our game? Twenty bucks. It was twenty bucks. And for the most part, everyone walked home with at least ten of that twenty. Yeah, like some guy. Like, so, because we always made it so that you know everyone would everyone would leave friends that came friends, right? Right. So for twenty bucks, if you left and, and you didn't have your twenty, you weren't dead. Yeah, you, know, you right. weren't like, oh, you're you bastard. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I can't believe you did that to me. <laughs> twenty bucks? You get it next week, whatever. Yeah. And we did it once a month. It wasn't a weekly thing. Yeah. Or we do it once every other month. Whatever it was, it wasn't like a huge time suck. Yeah. Um, still something to look forward to, still good to do, but it was much more manageable because there wasn't the, okay, I got to drive 15 minutes. I got to get dressed. I got to get ready. I got to put another hour in. By the way, when I get home, because I just exerted all this energy, I'm exhausted now. Yeah. Yeah. Or when you play hockey, I'm exhausted and I smell like a giant butthole. Yeah. That, that, um, <laughs> ain't going to help the love life. Yeah. That's for sure. But. You know, and the thing is, it didn't cost anything aside from the twenty dollars, right. and maybe buying some food or bringing some beer. It wasn't like a big; exp- it wasn't a huge commitment. Now, like if you want to play on a hockey team, like that's a commitment. And I played in men's leagues um, back before the kids were born because I, you know, just kind of continued a little bit before, it, like after, like right after high school. Then um, after college, I played in a in a men's league. And the thing is, like now you got to come come up with you know, fifteen hundred bucks or whatever it is to play. Yeah, it's not cheap. Yeah, and then like me now, I have to buy all new equipment, right? Because all my stuff is is old. Like it's it's not even old to the point where yeah that that looks bad. Like it's old to the point where like it's not safe. You yeah, know, even if it's something cheap though. Yeah. Like let's say you go play like not that I could ever do this, but if I went and played in like a men's soccer league, mm-hmm. I still think you're paying like two fifty. Yeah. Three hundred bucks. Yeah, and then you well, got to If you're only doing twenty dollar a night poker night, guess what? I can do ten poker nights, yeah, over ten months for that. Yeah, and then and then you got to do, and if you do something like you know softball, you need to bat, um, you need to pay the league fees, love, and then uniforms. you know, and having played in men's leagues, I played on a team where no one showed up, Ugh. and you know, when you're a kid, like you never want to come off the ice, you'd skate the entire time just flying. As an adult. Like, we'd get in arguments over who got to sit long. <laughs> right. Like, I'd be sitting on the bench, and then some dude would like come up, hey, Mike, you're in. Like, nah, dude, I just sat down. <laughs> Screw you. Get out there and skate. Or you, <laughs> you see the one guy on the ice? He starts, he starts, uh, he's making it, he's like, he, he, he taps the helmet, yeah. and, he, and, he, and he's like skating toward toward the bench, mm-hmm. and everyone on the bench is like, nah, dude. <laughs> the point to him to stay on. Yeah. Stay, buddy. Stay. Go ahead. Like it's like they're doing him a favor. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm dying. I gotta come off. And to play hockey right, like it's an all-out sprint. You know, if you look at, and I think I think people have now in my head, like when I did play, 
like in my mind, I looked like, you know, um, Sidney Crosby or John Carlson or and, you know, any of these NHL guys. Like right. that's not what I, in my head. That's how I played, right. but I didn't look like that. But those dudes, like NHL shifts, minute and a half yeah. max, max. D men stay out longer. Like you'll see the like um, your 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 top pair defenseman will get like 35, 40 minutes of ice time, but that's at the NHL level. But for those thirty seconds, those dudes are an all out sprint. And then the shifts are short because they just can't be any longer than that. Um, for us old folks, like an all-out sprint for thirty—you want me to do what for? 30, I can't do anything for thirty seconds, right? <laughs> I mean, I could I could drink beer and sit here for thirty seconds, but <laughs> something physical, like nah, I'm not doing that. Um, it gets hard. Then you do something stupid and hurt yourself, you know. So now I, I'm. You're, so you're hobbling around getting this the the stink eye from the wife because you can't help with the kids because you hurt yourself playing hockey with a bunch of idiots, right? <laughs> you know, like, so like you better be able to come home, and you know if you got to put together the kids' lunches in the morning, you still better be able to do that. Yeah, there's there's no, oh I can't get up, no, get up. Yeah. You wake up, you feel like you got hit by a truck. Yep. Or like it was when you couldn't get off the ice. Just go commit. Just go uh, get a penalty called on you. Right. So I'll never forget. I'm standing there, and like the referee's right in front of me, and I, I want to get off the ice. So I slashed the player next to me, and not like in the shins. And I did it. I looked at the ref, and I did it again. He's like, "Dude, I'm not calling that penalty on you. <laughs> You're stuck out here." <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm doing it. Meanwhile, the guy, the other guy's looking at you. He's hitting you because he yeah. wants to get off the ice. So you're just two two guys just just banging shin guards, looking to get off the ice. And the, the, the guy's like, "No." Yeah, the ref, who's another old guy, looks at me and, and he says, "If anyone sits in that penalty box, to me, right. <laughs> we're all just like, why are we here?" Because right. like, the idea is always better than the execution, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, because before you before you start the season, you're like, "This could be great. I'm gonna I'm gonna take every shift I can," and you're like. By by the middle of the first game, you're like, "What did I just yeah, this do was to myself?" A dumb idea. And then and then the so the other part of it is though, is there's always the one guy who's like super in shape still. Oh yeah. Or the one kid who j- he just finished his college career, whatever yeah. it was. Not trying to make the pro, but the kid can skate and handle the puck. Right. And so now, forty year old me. Is trying to. I got to skate down this kid. Yeah, no, get out of here. <laughs> that nonsense. Yeah. Go, no, you go ahead, youngin. You yeah. got to take yeah, the, to the, the goal. The, you the got kid that just rain. finished his fifth season at Boston College and yeah. just got hired by the FBI. Like, oh yeah, and does CrossFit on the every day. Like, or, or you get, or you get like the the thirty five year old guy. So he sees that kid. And he's like, oh, I could compete with him. <laughs> and so he's going. So now you got two guys, you know, two tryhards yeah. out there, and everyone else is like. You know, I just want to skate at a leisurely pace yeah, and maybe touch the puck once or right. twice and I'll be good. Mm-hmm. But I got, I got, you know, uh, dude perfect over here trying to like do circles around me. Yeah. Like, nah, bro. I'm not- I, I played in a softball league for a couple of years and it was super low key. Like I would take two cans of Miller Lite. I played first base. The reason I played first base is because there's not a whole lot of movement there. Mm-hmm. I could kind of just stand there with my foot on the bag. Um, pretty much it was anything further than six feet from the bag. <laughs> that was the second baseman's problem. That's because <laughs> so, you're, cause you're about six feet tall. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. you could, that, that was if you laid down, yep. you were six feet and you could get the ball and right. touch the bag. That was it. Yeah. It, yeah. it had nothing to do with like, <laughs> you know. So 
I would take two cans of Miller Lite. And I just wanted that at bat to last long enough for me to drink both my beers. <laughs> and like the pitcher had beer on the mound with him. Like it was bad. Like there's beer all over the place. And, um, you know, no one took it too seriously except for a couple teams. Of course, there's always that one team right. that has to come in. The league champions. Yeah. Every and year. Like blasting balls. And then they're like, like the, the, the team was such a bunch of amateurs. Like our right fielder wore jeans. Right. He's out there wearing jeans. And they're like, you know, the the left-handed hitters are pulling the ball so it goes to him. Right. Because they know they can get an extra base because he's wearing jeans. Right. Like, he doesn't even have a glove on. Our, I think our shortstop had shin guards on. Like, right. this, right. like he shows up and said, dude, those are, uh, what are the, are you? You got a soccer game later? Yeah. He goes, <laughs> I want to protect my shins. I was like, what? If, uh, never mind. The the most unathletic in shape guy ever. This guy like super shape, but just had no idea. He's only there because his wife wanted him to go and make friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, he, these guys like baseball too. Yeah, <laughs> go make some friends. But luckily, there was plenty of beer to be drank. Uh, there's a bar like on the field, so well. And then at some point, though, every guy on that team that's there to go drink the beer realizes mm-hmm. that they can just go drink the beer and don't need to play the softball. Oh yeah, it's like wait a minute, wait. We could just go to the bar yeah. and drink the beer. We could skip this whole I don't need endeavor. A, I don't need to bat, run, field. I don't need to do eh? anything. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to play catch, play catch with someone. Right. We could play catch in the parking lot yeah. for five minutes, get it out of our system, and then go inside of the right. bar. Or we can go to some, actually, even better. Why don't you do? Make it even cheaper. I could play catch on the lawn, mm-hmm. come in the basement, 18 pack of Miller Lite. Yeah, what is it? Yeah. Eight bucks. Eight <laughs> they, bucks for good. Go roll around the dirt if you want to make it look like you slid into... <laughs> but no one was sliding. No. You know. Um, so... So so then, yeah, so then the, the, the activity becomes sitting. Yeah. Somewhere other than my house. Right. <laughs> right? Just going to the bar. Sitting somewhere other... Some, sitting somewhere where a kid can't ask me a question for the mm-hmm. 15th time that day. Yeah. My wife can't try and uh, explain to me everything about her day. Yeah, when I I have no idea what's going on, other than uh huh, <laughs> that sounds awful. I can't believe they did that to you. F Sharon, right? <laughs> Sharon's awful. Can't believe Sharon exists. <laughs> I, be- I I I'm I'm right there with you, and I can't believe Sharon's a human being. Um, but so that's what the hobby then becomes for us older people. It's like yeah. okay, I can fit it into my schedule. Mm-hmm. Very minimal effort, minimal dollars exposed. Yep. Okay. Well, and even I got a hobby now. And even some of the hobbies that people get, like golf. Mm-hmm. Well, I have never played a single round of golf without ending it pretty much half in the bag. Right. Because you just drink the entire time you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Fishing. I love fishing. I'm pretty sure it's impossible to catch a fish without an open beer on the boat. <laughs> Talk about an expensive hobby, too. The fish, no. Well, yeah. the boat. Jesus. Yeah. But, like, the fish don't want to come in a boat where no one's having fun. They want to come on the party boat. That's you right. Gotta, you got to have a beer open. Um, That's why most fish are caught on a pontoon boat. Yeah. Like, yeah, like <laughs> you know, you need, but you need to have, like, that, yeah, softball. Two cans of milk, like, on the playing field. While I'm actually playing it, you know, um, oh, let me go. This guy's seen a while to come up to, you know come up to the plate drink some of this beer real quick right. um so yeah all the adult activities are centered around drinking or sitting so 
I'm not even that heavy of a drinker, but if if the rest of our if it, like if our friends are saying, "Hey, we're going to the bar tonight mm-hmm. on a Thursday," and I got it on the calendar, yeah, I'm going. I'll drink Pepsi. I don't care. Yeah, I'm somewhere. Mm-hmm. My kids aren't asking me questions. I half the time I probably not even listen to any of you guys. Right. <laughs> I'm just not home. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm out. Yeah. This is this is as social as I get. Mm-hmm. But you know, I guess I mean. At some point, is that considered the hobby? Probably for for, I mean, uh, for people our age. Yeah, yeah drinking. I guess at some point it's considered a condition. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, but realistically, though, when you got kids under the age of let's say fourteen, fifteen, let's say driving age mm-hmm. under fifteen, because once the oldest one hits fifteen, he can now shuttle the younger ones to where they got to go. Yeah, that, that's the for me. When I when my daughter hits fifteen, she can drive mm-hmm. or sixteen, whatever it is. Yeah. The me getting her a cheap car is contingent upon her taking her her sister Different to her places. sport events. Yeah. And and even when you have the kids that are, you know, when they hit high school, they don't have friends that have cars. Yeah. So, like, hey, I don't have to go pick him up from football practice because he's going to get a ride home with, you know, with uh, the other kid who's who has a car. They come and drop him off. And, um, like, when I played hockey as a kid, my – Dad could not wait for me to get my license because that mean, meant that he didn't have to get up at four o'clock in the morning yeah. to drive to some god awful ice rink somewhere, and um, but they still went. So they would just either if they didn't take me, they would just meet me there. They wouldn't have to be there where I was getting. It's like the travel teams have to get there and stretch out and you know, yeah, all that stuff. Sport because usually like fall spring it's high school, it's high school sport. So you're going to practice from school. Yeah. So usually it's the summer ones. Yeah. The so, summer but sports. I like for hockey, we practice before school because uh, yeah, we get cheap yeah, ice. Yeah. That's different. You get cheap. Yet because ice time at you know uh, being on the ice at at, at five a.m. that was cheap. So yeah. that meant that you had to be at the rink at you know four thirty to get your gear on and get ready to get on the ice and then skate, get off, change, get to class. Right. So. Um, yeah, that was one of the days where, you know, so hockey was, hockey's always early. Um, that's an early morning, you know, uh, get up and because the, and the older kids have the early morning ice time, the men's leagues have the late and then the more reasonable stuff is for little kids and figure skating and different, you know, free skates. Yeah. Free skates where I grew up were big. They, it was like five or 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And it was like a two-hour free skate. I've taken the kids to the Naval Academy. They they have fun with it. Yeah, you know, skate around and, um, you know, we actually get the oldest one lessons, and uh, he didn't really take up to it. But the the baby keeps telling me he wants to play hockey. So yeah. the weird thing around here, and you probably know better than I would. So me growing up in upstate New York, within fifteen twenty minutes of my house, we had two hockey shops. Mm-hmm. So like need need your skate sharpen, you go to a hockey shop. Need pads, hockey shop. Yeah. They, like around here, not that I know of, but there's no specific hockey shop. Yeah, so like the rink in Laurel has a good one. Mm-hmm. Um but generally every ice rink will have a sharpener cuz they have to sharpen the rental skates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can pay to have them sharpen it whether they do a good job or not cuz it could just be like some pimple-faced kid that's like you know. Yeah. Um as far as buying, and usually the rinks will sell stuff like they might have a couple sticks for sale. They might have uh, tape. The equipment they have there is usually pretty expensive. Now, the the 
the hockey store in Laurel is pretty good. Yeah. They've got some decent stuff there. But even Laurel is um, like 30, 30 minutes away oh, yeah. from here. Like, like I said, when I grew up, I had two. Mm-hmm. Like all the equipment you could think of. Could custom order stuff if you wanted to. Um, the person there sharpening skates knew what they were doing. Yeah. Like, and there were two of them. I mean, this mm-hmm. is just one. And, and they they had business for days. Um, and if, if you wanted to spread out, if the radius was like 20 to 30 minutes, mm-hmm. there were like six of them. Yeah. But the, as far as equipment goes, online sales dominate that. Yeah. So, like, uh, there's uh, Hockey Monkey, which is up in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Goalie Monkey, which is the same company. It's just they split the website for the specific needs. Um, I think that's actually have a lacrosse division. There's, like, lacrosse, Lax yeah, Monkey. I've heard of that one. So, a lot of it's gone shifted to online. And then there's a a used marketplace called sideline swap where people can trade, uh, trade gear. Played um, against sports as far as a store wide that they, they've got stuff too. But like, I, I know for like lacrosse when I was growing up, it was very similar to hockey stuff. Like when you were going to get equipment and as a goalie, you probably know this, like you wanted to see, feel, touch yes. the stuff. Yeah. Um, same thing with like, the skates for mm-hmm. me, like when I got skates, I wanted to be able to try them on. Yeah. Um, with lacrosse, for me, I wanted to, I wanted to check the heads out in the store because, and this is this was like when I started or when I when I was getting to college and and whatnot. It was right when the offset heads were coming out. Okay. And they were just different. Yeah. Right, and the way you strung, like, and at that time, different types of mesh were coming out. Like they had the traditional stringing, they had the mesh stringing. Mm-hmm. For me, I always wanted to go and touch, feel the stick itself, and I wanted to look at the different ones. I wanted to see how the ball felt in each one. Yeah. Um, now I was a I was a goalie though, so I only had like three sticks to choose from. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to I, before I made the decision because they weren't cheap. Yeah. I wanted to touch, feel whatever and see what they were like. Um, and same thing for like midi sticks, D sticks, whatever guys wanted to have it in their hands, see how they felt with gloves on. Yep. Um, like with a hockey stick, like in your bare hands, it feels a lot different than it does with gloves on. Oh yeah. Um, to the point where like in lacrosse guys were cutting the palms out of their gloves. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think some hockey guys even did that too. Yeah. It's actually a, uh, a, a penalty. Yeah, to cut because you can grab onto someone's jersey, but it looks like you just have your hand on them. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, the fingertips. So, like, your fingers didn't come out. Yeah, but like the palms, this so you could feel it. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, I, I don't even know where we're going with this. Yeah. So, how do we get out of stores? <laughs> well, no, and the thing is, like, but it's it is a you know to try to equip yourself. Yeah. Now, because everything's online, the prices have actually. You know they're not as ridiculous as I thought they would be. Yeah. Um. You can buy complete packages. So if you want to get into hockey, you could buy, right. a, you know, different levels of, of gear. They have the same thing for goalie uh, equipment. One of the neat things is that the custom market, yeah. because of like uh, the 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 advances in like computer aided design and all that stuff, and and the machining of it, it's all controlled by computers. It's not really. It might be hand assembled, but it's not really handmade. Um, you can get some decent custom goal, goalie gear, uh, from like true hockey. I think VH is a company that does it. Um, where like you send your measurements in or you go for a consultation 
and they can build you a custom set of gear. Right. So stuff that used to be reserved for like the pros is now like accessible to regular people. You'd have your name and number like embroidered into the into the pads. Yeah. Um like we, and it's not cost you an arm and a leg. So I don't know, do you remember there are two companies that were fairly popular around us? Brian's mm-hmm. and DNR. Yep. Those were like the two big goalie equipment companies for us. Now there was always CCM. Yeah. But Brian's and DNR were like yeah, so D- stuff. yeah, so DNR was uh that was that was out of uh Quebec. Mm-hmm. Um it stood for Danio and Roland and it was that was the you know a, a, I actually had some DNR pads. Um Brian's was good, Heaton was good. Um <clears throat> Brian's still around, Heaton isn't. Uh Vaughn makes Vaughn, pads. I remember Vaughn. Um but then Reebok started getting into it. Yeah. Um and like Henrik Lundqvist wore Reebok pads for forever well then bauer was bought by nike yep and then but a lot of things a lot of those pads they were made by someone that knew it. like the reebok pads were made by someone who knew what they were doing right um slapped a reebok logo exactly on it. Yeah, yeah so it's it was just some badge engineering well, and that was bad so when nike initially bought bauer they tried to put the nike logo on it mm-hmm. and it, it i guess the sales weren't as good so they put the bauer logo back on it yeah and i don't think they ever put the nike logo back on yeah it, but yeah it wasn't it was ccm is still around um is CCM STX? I don't know. I think they merged at one point. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Well, STX is getting is getting heavy into is actually making hockey equipment now. And then well, that's what I th- so I think CCM and STX yeah. a while back. I think they combined, but I'm yeah. not sure because STX is huge on the cross. Yep. And then there was Mission, which started out making roller hockey stuff, mm-hmm. got into ice. And then now makes lacrosse gear. And the thing is, there's so much crossover between yeah. all my hockey buddies um, play lacrosse. Yep. So there was so much crossover between the two sports that it it, it was a natural progression that eventually these uh, equipment manufacturers would start making both. Um, so it's it's kind of neat. Now, you know, I never saw a Bacharach raisin on the ice. but Those are the most uncomfortable helmets. But they look so cool. Ever made. It's classic. They hurt your head. Yeah, I had one. Yeah, yeah they, they did you, not remember you'd have the the panels that were the, so. I, <laughs> Frederick High School was black and gold, so we had black and gold. The stickers that you'd stick on your yep. on your Bacharach raisin. We were uh, silver and red. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Then so. the Cascades came out, and then that yep. was all the rage, and they made them more comfortable on the head. Yep. Is that what they're wearing now? Still? Yeah. Okay. Cascade dominates that. Yeah. Warrior tried coming out with a helmet, but Cascade just. Is dominating yeah. that market because Warriors big into hockey too. Yep. So, um, yeah, the, the crossover is not surprising. Yeah. So, but I, get, I mean, for so is the only solution for old men and hobbies is that because if you do hockey, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. True. If and you're going to get beat to poop, and if you do softball, you're probably going to lose interest halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. So it's like the is is the old man hobby. Just hanging out with buddies? Yeah. Could be. Golf, fishing. Yeah. Even golf, it's like, do I really want to dedicate four hours of this? Golf's a commitment for that. I mean. It's four hours. Yeah. To play 18 holes? Yeah. Four hours. Yeah. And if you want to go to a nice course, 75, 80 Mm -hmm. bucks. Yep. Can run you upwards of 125. Yeah. If you go to a a poo-poo course around here. 45, 35 yep. minimum if they run a special. Right. As long as they don't kick you, like, cancel your reservation. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then that, and that's assuming you have clubs. Right. 
I mean, you can get a set of used clothes for like 200 bucks off of like Craigslist or something. I inherited but, mine. Yeah. So. I mean, I, every, every so often, I'd say every about, and I haven't done this in a while, but like every five years I would get, or every six years I would get myself like a brand new set of clubs. That'd mm-hmm. be like my gift to myself. Oh, last time it was like my wife's gift to me. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I just haven't played in so long that I've got a, like a really decent set of G, I think they're G15, G20s, mm-hmm. Ping G20s sitting in my garage that I haven't used in like three years. But yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, look, that my set of irons, just the irons, not the woods, mm-hmm. were 600 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it's a legit set of clubs. Yeah. Um, the woods that I have were custom made by a friend, a buddy of mine. His, his dad was making them. All three of them, I think I was probably in like the the one fifty range. The wedges are another ninety to one hundred and fifteen for the cheap wedges. Wedges don't come with the irons. Nope. See, but, I think, and you don't want them to. Yeah, because they're 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 the 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 setup of them is different. Like the wedges are more pointy. Okay. On the bottom, so they can cut through the grass. Yeah. Because you. You're chopping down on the ball. You're not sweeping it. Like right. people think you should sweep the ball. You shouldn't. You want to chop down on it. See, I can hit a ball in the woods with a ten dollar club as yes, easily can. Yep. as a hundred dollar club. Right. So, <laughs> but like, I, I, I've been playing since I was thirteen, though. Yeah, that, that's. I mean, that's another thing. If you play golf and you're the average Joe, mm-hmm. there are some guys that have like a four or five handicap. They'll 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 shoot like a seventy six, seventy eight. Yeah. Uh, and they're shooting like the 85, 90s, whatever, or 80, 82, 83, 85, whatever. It's like a 14 because uh, par 72, so 82 is 10 handicap. Mm-hmm. So then they're like the low 80s, but they could get in the 70s or something like that. Yeah. But someone like me, I mean, my best scores were high 80s, mm-hmm. but I've been playing for 20 years. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> if you put 20 years of effort into a sport you and you're not a pro... <laughs> What the hell are you doing with your life? Right. Yeah. You're you're, you're then just dicking around. <laughs> and so, you know, a buddy of mine who had like a, a six handicap, and I used to play with him a lot. And he was like, why are you getting mad at yourself? Like, Man, I can't. I'm not hitting the ball the way I should. He goes, you're not going to the Waterbury Open. Right. <laughs> just relax. Yeah. Play the game. And, and so that was probably the best advice he could give me because now when I go, it was like, I don't care what I shoot. I'm here to yeah, have fun, shoot the shoot the breeze, mm-hmm. maybe do a little gambling on the course. Yeah. Because there's, there's a game you can play on a golf course. It doesn't matter how good you are. Mm-hmm. It's called Bingo Bango Bongo. Uh, basically, it's the longest drive in the short grass. It's the okay. longest drive in the fairway. Now, you can have some guys that bomb the ball, but they mm-hmm. never get in the fairway. Mm-hmm. So a guy who barely makes it in the fairway yeah. might be the only one in the fairway. Yeah. He gets a point. <laughs> then you get first on the green. Okay. So it's long, longest drive in the short grass. First on the green. Mm-hmm. Closest to the pin. First in the hole. Right. Mm-hmm. Those are your, And those are the four points. Mm-hmm. And it's usually a quarter a point. Yeah. Generally, by the end of the round... Somebody owes somebody a dollar. Yeah. Right. But it doesn't. So it it doesn't matter how bad you are. You still have shots to get points because yeah. first on the green. Well, it's basically whoever the furthest away goes first when they're shooting. Yeah. So even if you might be you might be laying eight mm-hmm. and I might be laying two. Mm-hmm. 
but we're both just outside the green. Yeah. You're still shooting first. Mm-hmm. Or because you're just outside my ball. Yeah. And if you get on that green first, that's another point for you. Yeah. First in the hole. Same thing. It's like it's always the person furthest away that goes. So it doesn't matter if I'm I have less strokes. Right. It's because of how golf works with who goes first. Mm-hmm. It's always the ball furthest away from the hole. Yeah. So you could be laying 10 on the green. But if you're just outside my ball and I'm sitting two, you still putt first. And you can putt it in. You can be first in. Yeah. Even though you got an 11. <laughs> and I've got a three. And I, I putt in for a, a par or four. Yeah. You know? So that, that's the way to kind of make it more fun is playing games like that. But, um. But you got the again. You got the cost. The cost is it can be it can run a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, even if you buy that you know twenty thirty dollars set of clubs off of eBay or Craigslist or something, now you you get seventy five dollars around. Mm-hmm. It's like shh, four, yeah. you got to commit. Look, four hours is how long it takes to play. Never yeah. mind drive there and drive home. Right. And of course you want to you want to drink something. You want to yeah. drink and eat something after the. What are you six hours? Yeah, <laughs> it's an old day. Yeah. What what spouse is going to yeah. be like? Uh, go ahead. You, eight, <laughs> go ahead for eight hours. You deserve you're gonna, it. You're going to work. <laughs> I know. But, but, you know, I guess uh, I'd be interested to hear if anyone else out there, like what their hobby is. What, what is there something inexpensive, doesn't take too much time, other than just going out and hanging out and drinking some beers at the bar or something, watching a game. But love to hear what people got to say. Please uh, like, subscribe, share, comment, rate the podcast on the podcast platforms if it's available to you and we will see you next time